Hello and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan, and with me is Steve. <laughs> Why do y'all say my name like that? I don't know. I don't even know how to introduce you now. Like, I, I, I do I even need to introduce you? Absolutely, hundred percent. I demand introduction. Number one and number two. I don't have a number two yet, but I want to leave that open. Nice. I loved every second of that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for folks listening, this is our third time starting this episode. <laughs> you know, First, we didn't know what we were talking about. Another time, Steve wanted to talk about uh, spicy soup. It's been I'm a mess. I'm dropping the soup thing. Listen, <laughs> I had a big bowl of spicy soup <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> Now I'm spiced up. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you fucking better be. <laughs> yeah, so today we're going into chapter 44, uh, The Dark Along the Ways. And uh, this episode, episode, chapter, this chapter opens up, picking up where we left off, where everybody has to go see the green man. Green man's where it's at today. Uh, but the first order of business. Got to go see the green man. Got to go see him. Everyone wants to go see the green man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, we, but before we even get to where the green man is because the green man is in Faldera and Faldera is if you look at the map uh, it's kind of to the northeast of the blight it's way too and far the blight, oh yeah they, 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 and Camelin's kind of like central I guess like central east or something yeah everyone and, get all your maps and take a look alright yeah I'm doing it Maps are important. Cartography is important, everyone. I've always been jealous. Like, I, I like writing my... I like writing, but I've always found it really, really hard to kind of visualize, like, maps for, like, an epic like that. You know? Like, how, how do you how do you just store all this knowledge in your head? You know? Yeah, the maps, like... The, the, I feel we, we need to talk about this map, this map in, this, in this book more. It's a great map. It's a good map, yeah. All right, well, I'll stop staring at this map. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got to say. But indeed, uh, Faldara is on the other side of the mountains. The Mountains of Doom. I just passed the blight. That sounds like a lawsuit, but I don't know. Yeah, Faldara, is it near the blight or is the blight somewhere else? Oh, you know, the blight The blight is all the way to the north. So I was, I was wrong about that. So blight, but... Uh, Faldera is all the way to the northeast. northeast. For sure. And uh, Camelin is kind of central east-ish. You know what I mean? Mm, Maybe mm -hmm. lower. But needless to say, folks, like they've they've got a lot of ground to cover and they don't have a lot of time to do it. So what has Moraine opted for? She has decided to rope Loyal uh, into into this group. And well, the last, basically, the last it. few chapters, there's a lot of talk from her about the ways, her and Loyal arguing about the ways. And guess where we are, guys? We're at the point now where we, we're going to the ways. We're going to the Waygate, and we're gonna we're gonna head down to Faldera. And so this whole chapter is about going to that going to that Waygate. Um, there's a little bit of them traveling through the town. It's early morning, late night. The, the town's not really. Town, Camelin, it's a city. the The city has is not awake, and there's some great little passages about them 
the the thing that comes to my mind is where Gil gives Loyal his horse, a horse by the name of Red. And there's uh, some good horse. I mean, oh, I always talk about these horse names, but there were some really good horse names in these chapters. Red is great. I think Red's a great horse name. Um, but let's let's try to remember all of them. So like, there's there's Red, there's Ma- Mandarb, Mandarb uh, four. Mandarb yeah, is and, the only horse I care about. That's the one. Mandarb, Lance horse. Mm, I love that horse. Bella is Rand, <laughs> but I think. But I think Egwene is riding her. Oh, okay. I part. thought Bella was Egwene's, but it could be could be Rand's. I think it's Rand's. Then uh, Moraine's is Aldeeb. Aldeeb is the one I keep forgetting. Yeah, Aldeeb. Aldeeb. Aldeeb is a good one too. I keep wanting to call it wind, but it's not. Wind. Isn't that a wolf? That's wolf. That's a wolf. Yeah. I think it's the wolf. Wind... Die. Wolf died. I think it was wind. Rip wind. Rip wind. Less uh, but they make their way through the, the the through the town. I like the imagery of the Ogier and the horse, and like how the Ogier is just so much bigger than like in comparison to the other people and uh, their horses. Him with his horse just looks like just gigantic. Chewbacca. Yeah, Chewbacca riding a pony, uh, which I thought was good. Which hey, I'm here for that. <laughs> And I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for the I'm next all... Star Wars movie. <laughs> Show me episode ten. Uh, I I gotta say, man. Like I, we've only had a couple of chapters with Loyal, but Loyal is the man. He is the dude. I'm all about him. Oh, Loyal's one of my favorite characters. He filled. He's kind of filled a bit of a void that Tom left in my heart. Yeah, in my soul. But I'm also leaving that, that that hole open so Tom can slide right back in there, if you know what I'm saying. When he oh, comes he, back. He, he'll, he'll come back. It's, I will, it's I will riot in the streets. It's just a matter of chapters. So we get to the way gate, and the way gate... It was pretty much what I said in the... I can't remember it was yesterday's episode or the episode before that, but the way gate is... It, it's, it's not really like a direct teleport between two places you enter another world like it's almost this like weird... entering a bunch of express highways yeah you don't exactly pay. yeah, yeah exactly maybe I'm... you do gotta pay but in a different way maybe just like with your th- life well you pay with time and, and your time. well yeah well like um when they get in there uh ran looks outside and he notices he so like going into the way gate you can't see what's inside but when you get inside you can look out of the way gate and you can see that time on the outside is just moving slower than normal yeah well it's moving i guess like time moves differently inside in the ways i'm sure outside time is moving normally but yeah for the way he sees it yeah they're moving a lot slower yeah so like okay so now we already entered so we've already put into play in in terms of plot another realm where time is subjective in a way like it doesn't operate in the same sort of format so i don't know of how that's going to play in the fact of in their travels at all well it's also super dark in there too it's a whole like darkness world well yeah well that's because of the the taint like 
over the time. Taint. There's a lot the of talk in this episode of the taint. Or this chapter of the taint. The taint. The ways. And the taint. And the taint of the ways. And the taint. And I'm just saying. When you hear the taint a lot. I don't think I need to go any further. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's. I can't get it out of my head either. But I mean. It's a different time, man. It, they just have, it's a different world for that You got the taint stuck word. in your head? You got the taint stuck in my head. Um, yeah, but that's that's why the ways is like that. And like um, Loyal explained that in the last chapter as well. Just the his whole exposition dump of people who would go into the ways and then come out like a shadow of the former self. They're crazy. They're raving about shit. And that's, that's because of Balsamon's kind of control over the ways and how it's deteriorated. So and he's kind of tainted it. The taint is Basilon's evil over the ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pre- more or less kind of in conjunction of men who like Al, uh, I said, I men who have used the ways and as they became more tainted uh, from by evil, that kind of spread into the ways and the ways is, is also like a living, breathing thing, you know, so that it can also take over um, people, you know, like it has an effect yeah, yeah. On, on, on the one power. That's how it drives them mad. Yeah. And it, even Moraine kind of mentions in this that her powers are not going to work the same in the ways than it will in the real world because of the, the evil that's kind of overcome it yeah and, and yeah like you said it's a dark weird world it's it's all just like bridges and little islands between oh, yeah, and like islands and is it literal islands i don't mean like little i think think of it as like this kind stone, of how they were described though like these stone islands i would think think of them a little bit more suspended though like um because whenever they cross the bridge, it's just blackness underneath. Underneath, like there's no, there's no like water or any like, uh, or any sort of like stopping point for the fall. So like so the bridge, sort of hovering would, there. yeah, they're, they're they're sort of hovering there, kind of like I don't know. Think of it kind of like Cloud City, but like way smaller, you know. And little bridges, kind of like jumping little pot, little pods of islands, kind of holding onto each other, kind of leading to the next one and the next one. Little you know I mean? pods of islands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with like directions from different. Um, I can't remember what they called it in the book, but there's these like stone uh, guidance, they're like guide yeah, stones. Like, yeah, they're like yeah, they're... Uh, guidance guides, big guide stones that are covered in Ogier scripture. Yeah, which I I kind of want to talk about is the where Robert Jordan decided to go really in depth and where Robert Jordan decided not to really go that far in terms of world building. Cause if you look at other world building Titans for lack of a better word, like uh, I know it's probably a crime at this point to mention any Lord of the Rings shit again on this podcast, but I'm going to do it anyways. But if you yeah, look at JR Tolkien, you're in Lord of the Rings jail. You're not allowed to say anything about <laughs> Lord of the Rings. So this is a direct no, violation I'm, of that. I'm I'm using it as an example. If you look at J.R. Tolkien, how he approached world building. You're talking um, about making languages? Making languages. You know, He's got him. That, 
that was such a huge thing about how he created that world while Robert Jordan has kind of pulled back and decided to focus less like it doesn't focus on languages it focuses on like a couple things really well rather than everything all at once you know what i mean yeah i mean at least so far it doesn't really get into the ogier is the language is it is the ogier language just called ogier i think so probably yeah i mean i'm not, uh, I'm not exactly sure so, so far at least i don't think it's been mentioned otherwise yeah, but like the, that's the other thing is like we've been we haven't been really exposed to any languages inside this world, you know, or in compare. Uh, I I've, I'm gonna do it again, Steve. Well, you're still doing fuck- it, so it's okay. It still counts as a lot as the same one. Um, you know, like in Lord of the Rings, the I think the magic systems in Lord of the Rings is not nearly as flesh fleshed out it's a little bit more on the side of wonder than actual concrete mechanics uh yeah there's definitely more mechanics here i think yeah there's definitely more rules in place we you can kind of understand how magic works and the rules involved it's not like the force you know like the force kind of like is this it's kind of like the force it's just called the one power but there's more of a there's there's more explanation around the one power Whereas yeah, the force like, is just like a magical thing where, you know, every 30 years we can just invent some new powers it can do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, without really any explanation. And that's their prerogative, absolutely. But I like how Wheel of Time, Robert Jordan has, he's picked his battles with those things, you know? And on top of that, you don't see a lot of like different species. As, as far as I can see, like it's either Trollocs, People, or Ogier. There's no real like elves or for the most part so far. Yeah. I mean, were the, the traveling people were all people, right? Yeah, the I don't two, think they two were of two of them. They were just yeah, two of they them. were just people, humans. Yeah. They weren't uh anything like out of the out of the norm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and 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 like a group like that is like prime fodder to be a race uh, like dwarves or something like that, you know. Yeah, lizard uh, people. But they, but he didn't. He doesn't do that. Uh, and I, I like that he doesn't do that because there's always, there's almost like there needs to be an explanation to why they exist. If you create those things, like why are there dwarves? Why are there elves? Mm-hmm. And instead, he's got a whole other history going on that it's, it's the smarter play to just pull back and focus on these three or four different things. And I think the three, three or four different things is uh history, um, uh, magic and diversification, diversification of culture, you know, rather than making race a thing, it's cultures that are different. Yeah. I can't argue with on that. There's definitely a lot of detail. Like when we see, say the people of Emmons field versus the traveling people versus the city folk of Camelin or Fairlong. Mm-hmm. If you were going to add another aspect to the story in in the same vein as what we're talking about right now, which is languages or magic systems or races, what would you put into it? What would you add to the story that you think is missing right now? A race of people that live in the treetops. Oh, that's a good one. Like Ewoks? I'm not talking like, I'm not talking fucking Ewoks. <laughs> talking like a whole race of Tarzans and Janes. 
You know, we right. we don't know yet. That might exist. There's probably an island an island called Tarzan. Did you ever see like, um the movie Hook? Oh yeah, classic. Remember that guy Rufio who was like with the Lost Boys? Oh, you are on to something here, Steve. Like a whole you... race of Rufios. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. I, just live in I the love trees. that idea. So I'm really hoping that maybe book two or three delivers on that for me. I we I don't know if I'm gonna be I don't think I'd be adding to this story, but I definitely want more uh exposure to this to what I'm about to talk about is uh water life and just pirates and sailors and Oh yeah. I mean I think I think we've already gone down this road on a couple episodes and expressing a desire for more more sailing, more sea shanties. Absolutely. In this, I uh, can't in get this, this I mean, across we enough. little part of this book where they were on the boat and they were sailing around with the pirates. Yeah. And that was a great part of the, uh, that's a great part of this, this book so far. Uh, and that's, that's the part that stays in my mind quite a bit is it's just them being on the water and just kind of like spending a couple of days, just staying put, but oh, still on the move. You know what I mean? It's, it's, relaxing you get a little bit of character moments that way um but other than that i can't think of anything that i want want to add because it's so dense as it is and those three things are so fleshed out that i think robert jordan did a very good job of just picking his battles rather than kind of going like let's do it all you know what i mean yeah absolutely because once because once you introduce like another aspect then like you judging by how robert jordan is writing this it would add another 200 pages at least to well at a certain point it just becomes cumbersome and it's just so almost overwhelming when there's more and more and more and more right yeah absolutely uh another <clears throat> note that i have here is uh when they're entering into the ways um it's not really a note i it just reminded me of the scene in the matrix where neo touches the mirror and the uh the mirror kind of like consumes him it doesn't happen the same way here, but as they're go- walking through the ways, it reminded me of kind of going through that mirror and how it kind of felt ch- chilly and almost metallic in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I had adds anything to this uh, <laughs> episode, but it's like it's a little comparisons, man. I love I love making little comparisons. Well, one thing we can definitely compare in this chapter to previous chapters as a little, nice little segue there for you. Well, is the meals that begin to partake when they're traveling through the ways. Now it was important when traveling some of the ways that you pack healthy, nutritious meals. So what does that mean that we have to eat? Well, we got bread and cheese, baby. We got bread and cheese, actually bread, meat and cheese in this chapter. There is meat involved. Yeah, they, they finally yeah. got some meat. Who brought the they meat? Got I don't know. I think it was Matt. Everybody sound off in the comments to, and who, who brought the meat. Please let us know who brought the meat. <laughs> and uh, if we can get any more details on those on that meat. Some meat tails. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it's just um, like when you have all these crazy dreams that like maybe they don't acknowledge it in the story that the dreams are from bread and cheese. But like you're traveling to the most spookiest place there is. And you start eating and bread, eating and, bread cheese. and cheese. You know, I, mean, I had the ex- 
I had the exact same thought as you did. Like, why are you eating bread and cheese when we're in a dark area and, you know, spooks, spook, spooky stuff has happened? Oh, yeah. Um, but there's a passage in this right chapter. Now, there's going to be a horrifying nightmare dream within the next, like, three chapters. <laughs> actually, there's a passage here. Uh, I believe and it's, in, it's in this chapter that Moraine is actually uh, stopping the dreams. She's actually using her. Yeah, energy. She's got her dream block. She's uh, she's got she's dream blocking. Yeah. Dream yeah, Norton dream blocker. Norton dream blocker. They got that installed. Yeah. So, as far <laughs> as we know right now, they can eat as much bread and cheese as they want, baby. There's no stopping. Well, and they don't stop because I don't know if it was this chapter <laughs> or the next or combined effort of both, but there's like there's like three or four times where they just stopped to eat bread, mean cheese. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just like licking their fingers. That's the line that keeps coming to my mind is like they're licking their fingers. And have you has anybody licked their fingers when they're eating Especially bread and cheese? These days, ain't nobody licking their fingers for anything anymore. No. No, keep your fingers out of your mouth. There's a Canadian. I don't want to lick your fingers. All, <laughs> all right, I want to see you licking your fingers. Wash your hands, folks. Crazy, crazy Robert Jordan and their backwards ways back in 1986 or whatever this book was made. Um, yeah, yeah, they 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 eat some bread and cheese and uh, they don't get any bad dreams because Moraine's got a, a little dream blocker on, which uh, that is cheap. That's a cheap move. I like my bread and cheese dreams. Well, it's not fair. It's what, honestly, and for Beazelman, it's really not fair, but he does a lot of things that are fair too, and he's got his taint all over the ways, so. It's all over the way. It's all over the place. They can't, they're always stepping in it. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> There's nothing given to take. Yeah. Um, the chapter wraps up. With them uh, following the guiding, and uh, I, I think the guiding is like it's all it's a it's a mixture between like directions on a stone slot on a stone slab. But I th- isn't it a light kind of shows up like depending on the direction that they're going, like a little mm-hmm. uh, little la- like a landing strip light that kind of goes in, in the direction that they want to go. Um, it takes them to a to a bridge, and the bridge is. Yeah, they can't they can't cross it. So that that's where this chapter leaves off. Um, a spooky one, but I think this is I think this chapter was I spent more time kind of thinking about the world in this chapter. Um, well, specifically yeah, when I mean, it definitely it explains this. Well, it kind of explains the ways a bit more. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I understand them any further. They. I don't think I don't think you need to. As far as the plot goes, I don't think you'll need I mean, it. I don't it makes know. sense as a transportation device now, at least traveling into this into this I super highway gar- world. I guarantee you that this is only going to be used either this once or one more time before somehow they figure out how to destroy it. Just to, to extend, they'll destroy the- it, or they'll like uh, just remove the Basilmon's taint. No, I I think they'll figure out. I think Robert Jordan's gonna find find out a way to take away this 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 kind of cheat code, this sort of Deus Ex Machina, because that's basically what's happening right now. Is this mm-hmm. Deus Ex? They're they need to get this other place, this sort of happenstance, which is You're like right, because the it is ways. broken. We can't just have the ways exist always and be using it to just travel all over the place, fast traveling. 
So that's basically where they wrap up, though, is that they they reach this broken bridge. They don't know what to do next. So it's it's just it's waiting game until the next chapter for us, which will be tomorrow. We'll wrap up tomorrow's episode with chapter 45. Uh, before we get into the title, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you haven't checked our website out, go to chapterbychapterpodcast.com and we'll be back tomorrow to wrap up the week with chapter 45. What follows in shadows.